You know, in the moments that we can't pray, we're in trouble. <clears throat> Hear me tonight. You know, I do pray that there'll be a growing people who want to seek the face of God. I mean that. We want to see things change. It'll happen by prayer. Because it's in prayer that we can get our hearts right before God. I'm not, listen, that's not just nice words. That's truth, folks. When we humble ourselves before God, God will do something in our hearts. Tonight, we're going to be looking at two passages, so I'm going to ask you to find your place in both. Put your finger, piece of paper, whatever you got, the prayer list tonight, put it in one place, put your finger in the other, and that's what you got to do. But I don't want to miss you. I don't want you to miss this tonight. We're going to be talking about praise. Praise in the pit. Praise in the pit. We'll begin reading in Hebrews chapter number 13. Hebrews chapter number 13 tonight. If you would, please stand for the reading of God's Word. Boy, isn't it worthy. <laughs> isn't it worthy for us to stand for the reading of His Word? Boy, there ain't nothing like His Word. Amen. Hebrews chapter number 13. Beginning in verse number 15, we'll read 15 and 16 tonight. And that'll be the basis for our text. And then we'll be going over and looking at the life of Jonah, all right? Here we are, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 and 16. The Word of God says, By Him, therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is... The fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. God is well pleased. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, tonight I ask God that, God, as we've now opened Your Word, God, I pray You bless the reading of Your Word. God, I realize tonight the power of God is yours alone. God, the power of your word. And so, God, I pray that you open us up. And God, I pray that you put a song in our heart, dear God. And God, if we can't, I, God, I ask you tonight, show us why we can't. God, help us draw closer to you, Lord. Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you for your presence. God, I thank you that you never leave us alone. But, God, that you're right here with us. Lord, I love you. God, I thank you. And I praise you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise from the pit. I, I had said a, I'd said a little bit about praise there and doxology and theology. But it is so true when we give uh, God praise. Doxology is great, but... It cannot or should not be apart from theology. Amen? Amen. If y'all know what that means, you look it up. All right? Uh, it, we never able to separate our praise from God. God deserves all praise. And I tell you, we live in a day where there's a lot giving praise, but God ain't in the middle of it. All right? We ain't got to go there tonight, but there's a lot of stuff in our current day. That's why, listen, in all the old hymns, they, I'm not saying they're all perfect, but I tell you what, I thank God for them. Because we see doxology and theology together. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's dive right in tonight. Tonight we're going to be looking at the life of Jonah. But I want to read this again to you. 
Because I really want you to get it before we get over there. Verse 15, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Can I tell you, we're not looking for animal sacrifice tonight. But what God is looking for, and he's not looking for our works either, okay? Hear me. Not looking for our works, but what he is looking for is praise. He's looking for praise. And tonight, he's worthy of it. He's worthy of it. So let's put our praise in the right place. Our praise to God. And not just for a moment, but continually. It ought to run through our life, the heartbeat of our life. You know, it doesn't matter our circumstance that we face or what we're going through. We ought to be able to find praise to God. That's why every single one of us can find something tonight to praise God about. Boy, if we're in trouble when we can't. We're in trouble when we can't. But we look at the life of Jonah, and, and we look at praise from the pit tonight. And Jonah was uh, given some clear instructions. I'm going to ask you to go over there now with me. And uh, we'll be looking at Jonah uh, chapter number 2 specifically. But in Jonah's life, everybody knows the story of Jonah. Oh yeah, we, we always, boy, if we're going to tell any story, we're going to tell the story of Jonah. Y'all know that? I tell you what, but I pray you don't miss the points of it. Oh, I pray you don't miss the points of it. It's too good to hold back. Huh? It's too good to hold back. You, what do you mean, preacher? I mean, tonight, I believe we got a lot of Jonas. <laughs> I believe we got a lot of Jonas. We got a lot of Jonas in the house of God. Amen? And I ain't looking around, so don't you look around, okay? But it's true, we're all the same, are we not? And we got more in, we got more in line with Jonah than we might want to admit. That's just truth. It is what it is, all right? But Jonah, we see, was given clear instruction of going to Nineveh. Amen? And just like Jonah, in our lives, we are given clear instruction. Would you agree? Sure we are. If you don't, if you don't get clear instruction from the Lord, you might want to check your salvation. You might be lost tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. If you don't feel the Holy Spirit of God leading, guiding, and directing you, you just may not be saved. You might not know him. Hey, that's the, he's the first person who comes in. Amen. The Holy Spirit of God abiding in you. And if you ain't got any direction, you'd have to ask yourself, am I truly saved? Jonah was given clear instruction. And the child of God today is given clear instruction. And I'm so thankful to God that even in our day of chaos, even in our day of darkness, we're still being given instruction. Amen. Godly living in darkness. Godly living in darkness. But we see tonight with Jonah, yes, he got that clear instruction. And I said, we're so much like Jonah. We get that clear instruction, but what else do we get? We got that rebellious spirit, don't we? Huh? I come to hear tonight about rebellious spirit. But isn't it true? We all got a rebellious kick to every one of us, don't we? Sure we do, if we're honest. And we want to admit that. And just like old Jonah, here he is. He's got clear instruction. But what does he do? He didn't like the instruction, so he decides to go in a totally different direction. Boy, have you ever been there? Sure you have. Don't tell me you ain't never been there. We've all been rebellious. We've all wanted to go the opposite way. 
And I can think back of many times in my life where I, where I knew what God wanted me to do, but I just didn't want to do it. Amen. I'll let y'all catch up with me. Yes, that's, that's true. Woe is me. Yeah, that's for sure. But here is Jonah rejecting what God said. And Jonah finding himself on the run. And I believe that we are in a day, us being like Jonah, where there's a lot of people on the run. Hmm? A lot of people that are saved. They know they belong to God, but they're not willing to follow what God has told them to do. Tonight, I don't know what God's told you to do. I'm not in your mind, I'm not in your heart, and I certainly don't know the will of God for your life. But I do know this, He knows, and He tells you. You see, He doesn't hide it. It's not, hey, listen, it's not tucked away on the shelf. It's not hide and go seek. God makes it clear what His will is for His children. The difference is, is whether we're not, we will follow His will. That's what makes the difference. But I think all too often, like Jonah, we're ready to reject God's will. And we go on the run like we can run away. You say, what in the world has this got to do with praise? We're going to get there. Too often we get on the run. And we feel like we can run away from God's call upon our life. Can I tell you, there's nowhere you can run to that God is not there. Hear me. God is still there. God is still there. You know, many times we will, we will duck away from what we know God wants us to do. We'll even duck away from other people of God. Now hear me tonight. <laughs> this ain't coming from a judgmental spirit, I promise you. But many will tuck away. They'll hide from the very people of God because they get conviction over what they're supposed to do. Knowing they're being disobedient. You know, many times that's why people stay away and they drift away. And they'll blame it on everything else, but when really at the end of the day it's your disobedience. It's your disobedience. It keeps you away, and so you run like Jonah. And just like Jonah, find yourself on the run. And there he is, and he's in that ship, and you know the story, boy, the tempest and the great and mighty wind begins to blow, and... Boy, that ship's about ready to come apart. And Boy, I tell you what they did. Y'all know the story. They started casting lots, trying to figure out who in the world, whose fault is it that this is all happening. And you know, it falls on Jonah. <laughs> oh, how many of you know tonight, even on what man calls chance, God's will can land it just right every time. <laughs> sure he can. He's God. He can make anything happen that he wants to. And boy, they look at Jonah. And what do they decide to do? They throw Jonah overboard. And obviously, you know that great fish swallows him up. And there he is in the belly of that whale or that great fish. <laughs> and I can only just imagine what that must have been like. <laughs> You say, preacher, what's so important about that? God knows how to get us along with Him. 
Did you miss that? God knows how to get us alone with Him. God knows how to put us when we're even on the run from Him. He knows how to get us in just a situation where we're just alone with Him. Hey, there wasn't nobody but a fish there, and I don't think the fish was talking. Just Him and God. You see, many times God, God, listen, and if God didn't love you, He would not chasten after you folks. Hear me tonight. Somebody needs this tonight. If God did not love you, He would not chasten after you. He'd just let you go. But when it's his children, he will not do that. He will run after them. You know, you know why we have to take some chastisement sometimes? Because he loves us. Because he wants to correct us. And many times, instead of having a pity party about correction, we ought to just get on our knees and thank God for it. Praise in the pit. So there he is. There Jonah is, and there he is along with God. And we see his prayer. (laughs) I tell you what, it's amazing what it takes so many times for us to get on our knees and pray before God. Huh? Maybe you can't get on your knees. I'm talking about the knees of your heart. Hmm? It's amazing. And when I say, when I'm saying you, I'm also saying myself because I'm included in that. Amen? We're all in this together. But it is amazing. On the run, how God will get us alone with Him, and then He will put us in a place where we can seek nobody else but Him. A place of utter destruction. You know, so many times we make a mess of our lives, folks. We make a mess of it all, and we end up in the very place because of disobedience to God. And too many times we want to blame God for what we've put ourselves in. Hear me tonight. Somebody needs help tonight. And God will give it to you if you're ready for it. Hear me. Notice in verse 17 of chapter number 1. The Lord's hand in control of all things. What does he do? The Lord prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. It was no accident. What did I say? God puts all things in place. Now, even on the run away from God, God is still in control. What am I telling you tonight? If you think you're in control because you're running from God, guess again, God is there. God's already a step ahead of you. God's still preparing the way to bring you back to Him. (laughs) Do uh, Do you understand tonight that there is that great fish that is going to swallow Jonah up? And listen, if you don't believe this, then you don't believe the Bible, okay? I mean, let, let's just be real tonight. If you, if you don't believe that this really happened, then you just don't believe the Word of God. It's there. I believe it. <laughs> but there he is. God's provided that great fish. And God has prepared it. Because it'll be that fish that takes him where he was supposed to be the whole time. Think about that tonight. Think about in your own life how God is working. How God is moving. That even on the run, God has provided the transportation to get you to the divine location He wanted you the whole time. (laughs) We ought to thank Him and praise Him over that. 
That might not be a big deal to you, but see, I've messed up in my life before. Yes, I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. I went out on my own. I was trying to do it my way. I was trying to do everything to ruin the call of God, but yet God was still making a way <laughs> to bring me back to His will. Oh, I don't... T- Listen, you ain't got to tell me that's love. I know it's love. Huh? And some people tonight, listen, you need to realize that God loves you through that. And realize, I believe, I believe for us as a country, for the church today, God is calling us to open our eyes. God is making a way by calling His people back. But so many Jonas, God, I, I pray we get it. Hear me tonight, I pray that we get it. Realizing God's putting us in a place where we can be drawn back to Him. He's in control the whole time, folks. Take heed on what He does to draw us back. Look with me in verses 7 through 9 of chapter number 2 of Jonah. I know we're moving around, but that'll be all right. What does Jonah say in verse number 7? When my soul fainted Within me, I remembered the Lord. I remembered the Lord. I I, I believe with all my heart tonight, somebody here, somebody online, it really doesn't matter. God, listen, God is calling you back to Him. It's time to say, I remember the Lord. I remember the Lord. Haven't you ran far enough? Boy, haven't you ran far enough away? Remember the Lord. That's what he says. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple, that they observe lying vanities, forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. He said, I don't understand what's going on here. Jonah is coming to himself. So many times, if we would just get to the end of our rope, we could get on God's rope. Huh? Come to the end of ourselves. You can run from God all you want to. You can can go away from God as far as you want to, but God is still there. God still knows what's going on. God still has a, 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 a will for your life and my life. If you're his child, you belong to him, folks. Oh, think about it tonight, what Jonah is saying. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. I tell you tonight, we need to realize that, number one, for the one that's lost, it, that, that Christ is calling you to salvation. But number two, for those that have walked away from, Lord, from the Lord to, to understand this tonight, that He is your salvation out of your trouble and out of your problem. And the moment you stop running away and you run to Him, boy, that's when the blessings flow. I hope you understand tonight. There are so many people who think that when they mess up, and folks, we don't just mess up, we make bad decisions. I mean, let's face it. I mean, 
there is times when we really do need to own our actions, do we not? We need to own what our heart looks like. And sometimes it's not very pretty. Uh, sometimes it's not very godly. Let's be honest. The first thing I look to in a discussion with somebody, and they ask me for help, you know what I ask? Where's God in your life? I ask you tonight, where's God in your life? Is He in control or not? Are you following Him or not? Do you honestly care anything about the things of God? What does that have to do with tonight? Because when you open up your heart and you surrender your will for God's will, that's when things change, folks. It doesn't, listen, that doesn't mean that that's going to cure uh, somebody a cancer or something else. Like, that's not what we're talking about tonight. Hear me. See, people, people don't get cancer. Listen, we, so many times we associate troubles with sin, all right? Some of the greatest people I know, I'm talking about closely walking with the Lord, are dealing with some pretty serious things. Don't you ever relate that together. Only, only you know, and God knows, the sin in your heart. But hear me tonight. It's time for God's people to turn back to Him. To, to turn back to Him. How long will we run away from God's will for our lives? Notice what He says. He comes to Himself. Tonight, that's what needs to happen. We come to ourselves. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I said earlier... We're not looking for a sacrifice of an animal. No, we're looking for a sacrifice. Listen, we are to be a living sacrifice to God. What does that mean, preacher? No, I'm not talking about killing yourself. What I'm talking about tonight is giving yourself to God. Giving your life to God. Truly giving your life to God. So many times in salvation we'll turn our lives over to God. And you know what? Just a little bit of time and a little bit of time. We'll take a little bit back and a little bit back and a little bit back. And we'll say, God, we want a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I mean, what will it hurt to let this come in and that come in? Listen, anything that separates you from God is not of God. And it's certainly not a part of the will of God for your life. And listen, good things can be bad things if they're not God's will for your life. We can reject God's will simply in doing good things if they're wrong things. You've got to dive in deep for what God's got for you. And hear me tonight, when you get your heart right and you've got spiritual worship, it leads to spiritual works. Now what did I say earlier? Your salvation's not built upon work. Thank God, you're saved by grace. But hear me tonight, because you're saved, it'll result in you wanting to do something for the Lord. He did not save you to sit. He did not save you to be half-hearted. He did not save you to reject what He's called you to do. And we go through the life. Listen, we go through life like we're going through the motions. We'll give God a little bit here or a little bit there. And let, 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 let's go ahead and get this off the table tonight. I'm not talking about your wallet. Everybody understand that. I mean, your money is a part of you. 
But Southside, I hold to what I've always said from the very beginning. As your pastor, if he has your heart, he's got everything else. Tonight, I'm talking about the issue of the heart. That's where it lies. I, I, I really believe we've got, there's too many people. My burden is too many people are going through the motions expecting that God is going to go great and mighty things in their life, yet they're half-hearted with the things of God. How do you think, how do you think Jonah could have turned away, rejected God's plan because he was half-hearted about the things of God? You see, he was more concerned about what Jonah wanted than what God wanted. You see, we're more like Jonah than we want to admit. I'm more like Jonah than I want to admit. You say, man, I'm here on Wednesday night. What in the world? We have work to do. We have work to do. Folks, it's an examination every time we're together. Every time the Word of God is opened, it's examination time. Not because of who's preaching, but because of the Word of God. Boy, Jonah. More concerned about Jonah than he was about God's will. You think about this. He was willing to get as far as he could away from God. But God got him alone in that well, didn't he? God got him alone. And he came to himself. Praise God he came to himself. He still had issues down the road. That's us. Why? Because that sacrifice is what? Continual. It's continual. Oh, didn't we read that? <laughs> didn't we read that? We, we can easily go back to Hebrews 13. By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. We get away from God because we forget continually. Continually. Do you realize tonight praise costs you something? If you're really going to praise God, it's going to cost you your time. You, what do you mean, preacher? It's going to be putting the things of God above yourself. You know what's so funny about that is, is that it's the best thing we can do for ourselves when God's number one. But so many times we're willing to put something else in that place. God help us as a people to realize, listen, when our heart is right with God, when we are giving Him praise, and when I get, listen, I'm not talking about praise when we get together and we sing the hymns, folks. You do realize that tonight. I'm not talking about three services a week. You realize the average Christian today only attends church once a month. But we're in trouble, aren't we? We're in bigger trouble than we realize. God help us. God help us. No, I'm talking about praise continually. What does that mean when you wake up in the morning? Giving God praise. I'm talking about, hey, when you're at work on your job, giving God praise. You say, preacher, how can you do that? Well, the same way with what Paul said. Pray without ceasing. 
You don't think praise is a part of our prayer life. It ought to be. Because when you're giving God praise, you're praying. When you're giving God praise, it's not about yourself, about your will, about your desire, but it's all about God's will, God's desire, God's way for your life. And that's what we need, folks. I think there's too many asleep at the wheel doing their own thing, doing it the way they want to. And it's not turning out well at all. Matters of fact, I see too many in divorce. And I'm talking about people who are professing Christians. I'm not talking about out in the world. Why do you think that happens? Because people take their eyes off of God. They put their eyes on their self. Our will, our way. What does it lead to? Destruction. Destruction. But here is Jonah. Thank God he comes to himself. Verse 16. Verse 16 of Hebrews chapter 13. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices God is well pleased. You know what I love about the Word of God? It's very clear. The Word of God is so clear. We don't need bullet points. We just need to read His Word. Oh, it's so very clear. What what do you say? But to do good and to communicate, forget not. What does that mean? Go to work for the Lord. Live your life as a believer. If Christ is inside of you, then let Him out. Let the love of God flow in your life. Put Him first in all things. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. And let me tell you something. When you get a heart like that, that's filled with God's will and not your own, guess what? Time is not an issue. Hear me tonight, I love you. But time is not an issue. You don't have to worry about being where God would have you to be when you ought to be there. And I'm just not talking about church. Oh, please. See, you, if we go there, you're all messed up and sideways. You realize God's got a desire for you every moment of the day? Boy, if you can't grab a hold of that, then you must not understand. He's creator, almighty God, with a plan for your life. He's got a plan for when you wake up. He's got a plan for when you go to bed. And thank God He sees every bit of it. But time is no longer an issue. Money no longer an issue. Why? Because it's not yours. It's God's. How about your gifts and your talents? Hmm? When your heart is filled with pleasing God, you won't be able to wait to give your gifts and talents. You say, preacher, what do you mean by that? I want everybody to go back to when you got saved. Everybody there? Think about your zeal. Think about your excitement. You know why we have to go back there? Because many times our current state isn't what that was. Maybe you agree. A heart surrendered in praise. I ask you tonight, 
How in the world can we ever expect God's blessing if we're not willing to surrender to Him in praise? I'm talking about a heart right with God. I know some of you tonight may say, Preacher, there's nothing wrong with my life. Everything is right between me and God. And you know what I say to you? Congratulations. But you've still got work to do. I say it many times, and I'm sure you get tired of hearing it. But you can always get closer to the Lord. You know what I want to see for us? I want to see us get brighter and brighter and brighter. Not with our light. And it isn't that we can get any more light. But what we can do is surrender to His light. That's how we get brighter. Verse 16, But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices... God is well pleased. I wonder tonight, do you want God to be pleased with your life? You know what I say? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I wonder if we'll seek Him with all of our heart for that to be. A gratitude to God for all He's done for us. I wonder tonight, what more could He have done that we would trust Him even more? Or that we would praise Him? Nothing. Nothing. He's done everything He could do. And He certainly did enough. He certainly did enough. It's our turn. It's our turn and surrender to Him. I want to ask you tonight, heads bowed and eyes closed, And as always, and I mean always, this altar is open tonight. Why don't we draw close to the Lord with praise tonight? Giving Him praise, not because it's a good idea, not because it sounds good, but because He's worthy. Why don't we surrender our hearts tonight to follow His will? Why don't many times we just seek His will? He's worthy. He's still God. Why many times can we not see that God's put everything in place to bring us back to Him? To draw us closer to Him. <laughs> what a Savior. Boy, what a God we serve. Hmm. That He loves us enough not to give up on us. Boy, when the whole world gives up on you. Boy, they gave up on Jonah. They threw him, they threw him overboard. Hmm. But God had a plan. Thank God He has a plan for us. Why don't you seek the Lord tonight? Heavenly Father, God, I do thank You for Your Word, Lord. God, I thank You for Your Word. 
God, I thank you that, God, we don't only see just the, boy, the good positive things of your word, God, but, God, we see, God, how people mess up. God, how they run from you. But, God, that we see salvation and restoration, Lord. Thank you, God. God, I pray tonight. God, I pray first, if there be somebody that doesn't know you personally, and God, I know they know whether they know you or not. God, I pray they'd surrender their heart to you. God, truly be born again, forgiven and saved for all eternity. And God, the one who's, God, not submitted to your will, God doesn't have a heart of praise. God, I pray you convict their heart. God, draw them close. God, for them to understand, God, we're all the same, God. We all, God, we all have to, God, find ourself, the end of ourself, God, and turn to you. God, I pray you help us. God, I pray you help us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.